Open your Bibles tonight, if you would, uh, to the book of Ephesians. And uh, I want you to take a look at verse 18 of chapter 5 in the book of Ephesians. Thank God for utterance. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the presence of the Lord. More can happen in just a moment in the presence of the Lord that it would take 50 years or 100 years not even to be able to accomplish the same thing. You know, and so while you're, you're coming to church and you're in this place, you're in a place of presence. You're in a place of unction. And you're a place in, your, in a place of anointing. And so I believe that there's things happening in our hearts, our minds, and our bodies that we may not even be aware of. And God's doing some supernatural things. Amen? He can do some supernatural things in your body that you don't even know about that need fixing, and He can fix them right in His presence. And then 10 years, 20 years, 30 years down the road, however many years, whatever the enemy had planned for you to, for happen to you won't happen. Amen. Why? Because you're living in that place. You're living in that secret place, that place of His presence where you are hidden. Ha <laughs> ha. Glory to God. Where you are hidden and where you are quickened and where things begin to move on your behalf. In the realm of the Spirit, things are moving. Angels are working. Things are coming together. Amen. Amen. So don't back off and don't back down. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Whatever you've been sowing into the kingdom of God with your time, with your worship, and with your praise, I'm telling you what, God is moving on your behalf. Amen. 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 Promotions. Jobs. Favor. Things working on your behalf. Say it me. Things are coming together. Things are working on my behalf. Amen. And divine appointments are coming. God's got his appointment book open. Supernatural appointments. Supernatural connections. Supernatural relationships that come from the presence of, the goodness of, and the favor of God on your life. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're not looking back. We're looking up. And we're looking forward. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let's just pray in the Spirit for a few moments. Que celebrande, elemoco celebrede, afanoco rebedeste, a asoco motia labrande, evelimo celebrende la baste cotora, ombroco cifre de manto. Ha ha ha. Yengelebo condre. Ha ha ha. Just the beginning. Just the beginning of breakthrough upon breakthrough. Upon breakthrough, upon provision, upon provision, upon increase, 
upon increase, the beginning. <laughs> Who go glory to God? Continue to pray a minute. It'll come to you. It'll come to you. Yeah, the direction will come. Don't sweat it. Don't strive. Just enter into my rest. <laughs> and let, let go and let God. Be still and know that He's moving. Be still and know that He is God. The Amplified says, let be and be still. Praise God. You see, uh, Hebrews 4 says, they which have believed do enter into rest. So it takes faith to enter into rest. If we're worried and we're striving and we're stressing, we're really not in faith. But if we're resting, and if we're standing on the promises of God, and if we believe and say and act upon the Word of God, we enter in to His rest. That's for all of us tonight. Glory to God. Oh, who lift up their hand with me and say, I enter in. I enter into His rest. Praise God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> and so you'll be able to testify of the goodness of the Lord. Practice testifying in the little things which seem small. Practice giving God the praise for the little things. And as you practice thanksgiving, the presence of the Lord will envelop you. And it will position you for even greater, greater direction and even greater favor and even greater blessing in your life. Go, ministering spirits. Go, angels of the Lord, on behalf of your people. Ministering spirits, we send you now. We release you now. Go forth in the name of Jesus and cause those things that have been prophesied and those things that have been exhorted and those things that have been ministered to come to pass. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Denise, divine connections for you. Great things in store. Amen. You already know uh, a lot of it, but there's more. There's more to come. Praise God. You just continue to walk with the Lord and the things of God and the connections and all those things are going to unfold. Well, who will rejoice with her? <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Don't stop believing. No, I'm not singing a song. 
Don't stop expecting. Just because it hasn't happened yet, don't take your faith off the line. Keep expecting and maintain the Spirit-filled life. Maintain your expectancy by encouraging yourself in the Lord. That's what David did. David encouraged himself. Glory to God. He encouraged himself in the Lord. He said to his soul one day, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And he said, Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance. So, of course, we know that one way that David encouraged himself in the Lord is he talked to himself. He was a praiser. He ministered unto the Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. So stay current. <laughs> stay current. Don't lag behind. Don't fall behind in reading my word. Don't lag behind in saying what I have said. Keep yourself encouraged in me. Amen. It's going to pay rich dividends. Amen. Glory to God. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost a little bit more. Glory to God. Ne celebro comastiste mande. E que le mo celebre vediste comatea. Animo co celebre ne bocombla dadiano colamai. Yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. Thank you, Lord. Yes, yes, yes. We know, we know, we know. We know, we know, we know. We know, we know, we know. The coming of the Lord draweth nigh. The coming of the Lord draweth nigh. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Help us, Lord. Uh, to not cast away our confidence. Help us, Lord, to continue to believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Help us as men and women of God not to be moved by what we see on the outside in what is occurring around us. But help us to live in that secret place and to live out of our heart and to live according to what we see in the scriptures. For as we look into the perfect law of liberty, it will never sadden us, but it will gladden us. All of God's promises are yes and amen. Hath he not said that the whole earth will be filled with the glory of the Lord? Hath he not said that if you would believe, 
you'd see the glory of the Lord? Hath he not said that he's coming soon? And that he has prepared many mansions for us? Has he not said, Peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Don't allow your heart to be troubled, neither let it be afraid. For he is the prince of shalom. And so as you live in me, and as I live in you, as you abide in me, and as I abide in you, and you allow my word to live big on the inside of you, it will change the way that you see things. You'll be able to see things according to my word and according to my plan. Oh, yes. Man has always had a plan. But I would remind you that all flesh is as grass. And the glory of man fadeth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. Oh yeah. Man may say this and man may say that. But you are called to follow the man Christ Jesus. What has he said and what is he saying? Ooh, glory to God. Kings and kingdoms shall all pass away. But there's something about him. There's something about his name. There's something about his kingdom that shall never fail. It is an unshakable kingdom. And you are part of the kingdom for the kingdom of God is among you. The kingdom of God is within you. And so as you live your life according to kingdom principles, you will not be shaken. <laughs> now there's a whole, not don't mean to be weird, but there is a whole lot of shaking going on. And things are going to shake more. That's right. Everything that can be shaken will be shaken. But for you, the root of the righteous shall not be removed. So live your, live your life according to the principles of God's Word and that'll enable you to live in a safe place. Hallelujah. Let's raise our hands. Glory to God. Glory to God. We magnify you tonight. 
Vibre casa labron de le beste. A acosore mediste alabacasotore meste. Aha. Glory to God. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, prakoshemaniste. Haharaboko salabrinde. Yeah, changes are coming. Can we change things? There are some, some things that we can change. There are some things that we cannot change. But thank God, when we pray from that place, from our seat of authority, He will lead us and guide us in what to pray for and how to pray so the changes that need to be made can be made. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. What are you doing down there? Okay. All right. Praise the Lord. Well, say it with me. The Lord's good. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Ah. Ha, 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 devil. You're a liar. Ha, ha, ha. Don't think for one moment, Stefan, that I don't have good things in store for you. My hand is upon you. Walk with me. Talk with me. Live for me. His plan shall unfold. The goodness of the Lord shall be seen all around you. Oh, hold fast to that. Hold fast to that. And step up and enter in and let God do in your life what He desires to do. Amen? Amen. So Ephesians, the book of Ephesians chapter 5, and let's look at uh, verse 18. And be not drunk with wine. Well, let's look at verse 17. Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is, and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Young's translation says, <clears throat> Do not be drunk with wine in which is dissoluteness, <laughs> but be filled with the Spirit. Now, if you have the ability to look at different translations of the Bible, a lot of uh, what people say are translations really are paraphrases. They're basically telling you what they think. I'm not so interested in finding out what people think. I want to know what God says. But Young's literal translation is very, very, very accurate. He says, Be not drunk with wine in which is dissoluteness, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, I looked at, I thought, man, I'm not sure what I know. I know what dissoluteness means. I'm not even sure I can pronounce it right now. The word dissoluteness means a lack of restraint, <clears throat> excess, looseness of morals, wantonness, licentiousness. And so the encouragement there is don't give place to those things which cause a lack of restraint. Morally, 
in many areas of life. Now we said last week, why is it important for us to be being filled? That's, there's a play on words there where he says, but be filled. In the Greek, literally it means, but be being filled. Speaking of a continuous infilling of the Holy Spirit. Speaking of our responsibility to maintain the Spirit-filled life. Now, I got filled with the Holy Spirit when I was about 24 or 25. I got filled, but I have since 1975 had many infillings and refillings. And so that has enabled me then to maintain a spirit-filled life by continuing to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Now notice this in verse 19. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Pastor Tom tonight had a spiritual song. Came out of his heart. I know Pastor Tom's life. I know that he practices the presence of God. He can author songs. He writes songs. But those things don't come out of intellectualism or out of his head. It comes out of his heart via practicing the presence of God. That's where the greatest things come into our lives from is from the very presence of God. So speaking to yourselves, another way to encourage yourself in the Lord. Verse 20, giving thanks always for all things to God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. A thankful person or thanksgiving is an indicator of a spirit-filled saint, of someone that's filled with the Holy Ghost. And then we don't think much about this, submitting yourselves to one another in the fear of God. Most people are very submissive just so everybody agrees with them. But when we are filled with the Spirit, we're not difficult to get along with. Amen? We're easy to get along with. Now, we're not to submit to things outside of the will of God and the plan of God. But how many of you know life is about give and take sometimes? Especially in marriage and in relationships. Submitting. Now, let's go back and talk about this drinking part. I believe that the Lord wants all of us to enter into a drinking relationship with Him. Amen? Not so much a thinking relationship. But He wants to have a drinking relationship with you. And He said in John 7, verse 37, and I'm going to read this from the Amplified, He says, now on this final and most important day of the feast, Jesus stood up and he cried in what kind of a voice? 
a loud voice. He wanted to get their attention. Surely there were probably a lot of people around and he needed to speak loudly. But it all says to me, pay attention, I want you to get this. If any man is thirsty, let him go down to the pub. Right? Let him come unto me and do what? Drink. We're drinking tonight. You guys were drinking in of the presence of God. And the wonderful thing about the presence of God is different ways that we can experience and the results of drinking in His presence. Sometimes it's just, ah. Other times we may do other things like we did Sunday morning. But we do not want to put the Holy Ghost in a box thinking, thinking that drinking in of the Spirit is only expressed by running around the building. Or by laughter. But oh, I like to run. Anybody like to dance? Anybody like to shout? Those are wonderful aspects of the Spirit-filled life. Thayer's definition of drink is to receive into your life what serves to refresh you and strengthen you and to nourish you. So when we drink and come to Him and drink, we're nourished. We're strengthened and we are refreshed. Times of refreshing come when you drink. And that's what Acts chapter 3 says. Will you participate by reading this? Acts the third chapter. Amplified version. Ready, read. So repent, change your mind and purpose. Turn around and return to God so that your sins may be blotted out, wiped clean, that times of refreshing from the effects of heat, reviving with fresh air, Lift your hands and say, I receive it. Oh, I receive it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He says, come unto me and drink. Now notice with me in verse 38. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly, out of your inner man, shall flow what you've been drinking. Out of you is going to flow what comes from Him. It's living water. And it flows, He flows like a river. Folks, when you drink, rivers start flowing. Rivers of joy. Rivers of love, rivers of healing. Oh, say it with me, I got a river of life flowing out of me. Glory to God. Glory to God. This just comes to me. I, I, I kind of 
missed it a little bit and got off track just a, a little bit as we were speaking prophetically, but this just came up in my heart again. Make sure that you do not despise someone else's blessing. It's a disqualifier for blessings for your life. Another way we could say it is this. Don't judge another person's blessing. And what came up in my heart is, but rather, rejoice. Rejoice. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Get happy when your brother or sister gets blessed. They get a new car, go to the parking lot and run around it and rejoice. And then on the inside say, me too. Me too. That is a big blessing blocker in the kingdom of God. There are people that are judging people for having jets. They're judging people for having this. and having. Man, we ought to get happy. Because it's simply a tool to get the gospel out quicker. Amen. Okay, well that's good preaching there. Now let's go on to this next piece. I believe that all of us should be more Holy Ghost inside minded. We should be more spirit conscious. Some folks are self-conscious. Others are body conscious. I mean, you can only lift and tuck so much. I mean, you can only get on so many diets. I believe in taking care of your body. But we are not body, soul, and spirit. We are spirit soul and body this body is the vehicle which carries our spirit and the Holy Spirit around while we're here on this earth so some folks are self-conscious others are body conscious and then there are many people that are devil conscious they're always talking about you know what the devil's doing here and and what the devil's doing there the devil this you know the devil that hey the devil's defeated We've been delivered from the power of darkness. We don't have to be afraid of the devil. We don't have to be... A, listen to this. We don't have to be afraid what he brings. Better way to say it. We don't have to be afraid of what he is the author of. Because if we are afraid of what he is authoring, then it licenses him to bring it into our lives. Job said, the thing that I greatly feared has come upon me. So some people are devil conscious. And then some people just flat are sort of unconscious. 
<laughs> they're, they're, I mean, they just are. But what do you say we get filled and stay filled and become God conscious? Many people are more conscious of how many channels than they have on TV than they are God. They brag about it. I watched 15 sports shows last night. There's sports channels. And then there's news channels. Have you heard what they said? And they said, whoa. How about what he said? What he said. And then there's the entertainment channels. Woo! People are more connected to YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And you know there's a name for that? You twit face. <laughs> you tube twit ter facebook you twit face <laughs> don't be a twit face oh but there's another channel you know what it is it's the numa channel the holy ghost channel and the wonderful thing about the numa channel is you will never have connectivity problems It'll never shut down for maintenance. When we stay connected, we will be strengthened with might by the Holy Spirit in the inner man. Here's what will happen. The fuller you are, the more he'll be able to think through your mind. The more he'll be able to speak through your lips. Amen. Your thoughts can become agreeable to His will. And when your thoughts become agreeable to His will, you can expect Him to think right through your mind. God-inspired, Holy Ghost-inspired thoughts. One thought from heaven can change your life forever. One thought from heaven can make you a billionaire. Just one thought. Hallelujah. Glory to God. How many of you know we cannot meet the challenges of the day we live in intellectually? We must stay plugged in to the power outlet. That's why we should not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. And I know I'm preaching to the choir. Is that right, choir? We should not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. Folks, there is some assembly required that you cannot get on your couch. 
You can get encouraged. You can get fed on your couch. Don't misunderstand me. But there's nothing like being in the house of the Lord. Temples of the Holy Ghost should come to the temple. They should come to the house of the Lord. Because in the house of the Lord, things happen. Things happen at the altar. Things happen in praise and worship. Things happen as the anointing goes forth. We need to stay plugged in to the power source. Here's a way we can do it. 1 Corinthians 14, verses 2 through 4. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue (coughs) speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. However, in the Spirit he speaks mysteries or divine secrets. Verse 3, But he that prophesieth speaketh not unto men to edification, and, but he that prophesieth speaketh unto men to edify, exhort, and to comfort. Read verse 4 with me. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself, but he that prophesies edifies the church. Speaking in tongues is a good thing. Brenda's going to do one or two of these Wednesday nights. She told me she's got some things in her heart about teaching on praying in tongues. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. And it's extremely important that we maintain that flow of just praying in the Spirit. Well, I don't feel like it. Well, I don't feel like it all the time either. But you can do it. Here's what we find from the Holy Spirit. We find great encouragement come to us when we are edified by praying in the Spirit. You edify yourself. You get encouraged in the Lord. Amen? That's a good thing. But now there's another part that can happen by the Holy Spirit that I've experienced, and you probably have too. You can even experience some exhortation. Some exhortation. Now in the world of sports, there's usually a pregame speech. Right? You know for sure in a Super Bowl or whatever the case may be, Donnie Moore was a chaplain. He had pregame speeches all the time. And so they would fire up the team and they would encourage them and look at the X's and the O's and make sure they went over the game plan and the strategies and all those things. And they get the, they get the guys or the gals fired up. But sometimes at halftime it can get a little more intense if they're behind (laughs) or losing. (laughs) It may sound something like this. This is our house. This is our house. We're not going to let them win in our house. And it can get very, very, very intense. We're not going to lose in our house. When I was a junior in high school, I was the sixth man on our basketball team. I went to a Catholic, all-boys Catholic high school in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. And I played basketball from the time I was in second grade. I could hardly walk. I think I might have come out of my mother's womb with a basketball in my hand. Um... And, and so, uh, at any rate, um, went to a large school. 
and uh, we made it all the way to the state tournament. Back in those days, the Catholics had their own state tournament, and then the Protestants or the public schools had their state tournament. Now it's different. They're all mixed up. And uh, so uh, I was the sixth man, which means I didn't start, but I was the sixth man, so I'd come off the bench and I'd play. Well, about three weeks before the state tournament happened, our star player broke his ankle. He's George Mikan's son, Terry Mikan. George Mikan is a Hall of Famer, center for the Minneapolis Lakers. And he broke his ankle. And so, next up, next up, get on the hard four, play with all your might. So the first night, we had the premiere time. We started at 9 p.m. The first night, we were matched up against the number one team in our conference. And we absolutely upset them. We pulverized them. And I was having a good game, and I stole the ball, and I was heading toward the basket, and they didn't like me. And the player from the other team submarined me which means he took my legs out from under me. So I flopped, and I went on the floor, and my legs started to go into big-time spasms. So the next night, we're in the semifinals. I started the game, but I couldn't do it. My legs were gone. And we lost. And then on Sunday, there was the championship game, but before that, there was the, the uh, third-place game. And we were in that. And the guys were just kind of disheartened. You know, they're just, they, they lost the night before and they just weren't into it. But at halftime, I stood up. And I gave the boys a pep talk. And, and, I, and I didn't get in anybody's face, but I made it real plain. And they said, yeah, that's right. That's what we'll do. They got all fired up in the locker room. They went out and beat them in that second half just marvelously. And they took third place. And somebody says, I didn't need to know all that, but I needed to tell it. <laughs> you can know just a little bit more about your pastor. But sometimes the Holy Ghost will get on our case. And it may sound something like this. You have been kicked around a bit by the enemy. And the Holy Ghost will rise up and say, This is our house. Amen. Not in our house. We're going to step up. We're going to stir up. We're going to take it back. And that's the kind of attitude you have to have. Because in life, we get elbowed, we get kicked, we get spiked. All sorts of things come our way. But our attitude should be, I'm going into the enemy's camp. And I'm taking back what the devil has stolen from me. Hallelujah. Now, the other thing you'll experience sometimes when you... You know, this is a Holy Ghost church, okay? Word church, Holy Ghost church. 
But sometimes when you get filled with the Spirit and you start expressing the fullness of the Spirit, people may look at you cross-eyed. And that doesn't happen so much in here, but oftentimes when people have a religious spirit and they've grown up in a religious denomination, they can get an attitude. They want to tie up and gag the Holy Ghost and put them in the basement. We don't believe in speaking in tongues in the services. Oh no, you can get filled with the Holy Ghost, but you got to fill with the Holy Ghost down in the basement at 4 p.m., four hours after the service is over. And all the time the Holy Ghost is saying, let me out. Some people might get offended, but I don't care. If by some people you mean brother deep pockets that got short arms... You know what I mean? Yeah. Big money guy? Yeah. Deep pockets with short arms? <laughs> we don't have that here. And we don't need that here. You know, I think the problem is, is people that kind of come against the moving of the Spirit is, the problem is, they've just never yet been filled. But oh, thank God, this infilling, this filling of the Holy Ghost is available. The Bible says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And that's all I have for you tonight. I hope you got something.